Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus. I'm Anthony Hennon, Pennsylvania reporter for the Center Square. Joining me today is the Center Square's Pennsylvania editor, Kristen Smith. Kristen, we have had some uh, drama happening with the state budget. Uh, What can you tell us here? What's happening? This drama was certainly expected with it being Governor Shapiro's first budget. And so House Democrats, who have their one seat majority, made the first interesting turn in our our budget season here, which was to pass a more expensive version of Shapiro's plan. And so it squeaked through the chamber just by one vote. Um, And how much it increases spending depends on the math that you use. Democrats say we got higher anticipated revenue and these stronger tax collections could be used to put more money into education and some other priorities, uh, while still what they said, encouraging a deposit of an extra $105 billion into the rainy day fund. The rainy day fund is like our emergency savings account. And for many years, it was less than $300,000. Now it's at over $5 billion because of pandemic money. With this deposit, Democrats are saying it would be $6.5 billion, roughly. And that that money is specifically for, you know, there's an economic shutdown or downturn or a furlough or whatever have you, and the government needs to keep operations running. We are currently at a, you know, we could keep going for 42 days based on our rainy day fund. This will put us up over the national average of 44 days. It's a really big Republican priority, but Republicans think the math here is wonky and that they don't really see how Democrats are getting there. The other problem that Republicans have with this spending plan is that, sure, they're putting money in the raining day fund, but they're draining down our reserve account, you know, like our traditional savings account to, you know, accomplish these bigger spending goals. And so doing that means that they're going to have to go to the rainy day fund possibly quicker and drain that down, you know, more aggressively than Shapiro's own plan. On top of all of that, you know, House Republicans are saying when you look at the spending increase year over year, we're looking at a 14% growth in spending compared to last year's budget. And that really outpaces what Shapiro's administration expected as far as revenue growth, which they, you know, estimated to be around 3% over the next four years. And they said that government spending would only increase roughly two and a half percent over those same, you know, four years, which means that technically we should be able to balance the budget. But if you look at the math here, there's a lot of questions about how that's going to work. And, you know, as far as where Shapiro stands on this more this more luxurious version of his budget, for lack of a better words, he came out with a statement that was pretty supportive of it. And we have to keep in mind that even though this passed the House barely, Senate Republicans are much more committed to fiscal conservancy, and we'll have to see which of these parts actually survive the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the big question here. Of is is this is this something where it's just dead on arrival in the Senate, and then that gives perhaps a House a little more bargaining to get more than what Shapiro asked for? Or uh, I, I guess when we're looking ahead to the final version of the budget, uh, what, what's at play here or what, what does it seem like the path forward is? For the first time in a decade, Democrats have the divided government in their favor. They've got the House, however slim, you know, they have it by, and they've got the governor. And so their position of power is greater than it's ever been. Now, they are still going to absolutely have to compromise because, you know, they can't afford to lose a single vote in the House. So they're going to have to and they can't, you know, 
push it through in the Senate without Republican support. And so there's going to have to be a meeting of the minds as far as where are we spending extra? Where are we saving? I think that's why Democrats extended this olive branch of here, we're going to put money in the rainy day fund. Like I said, there's problems with the math. And I think we can expect to see a budget that does spend more, of course, and it probably will be more than Republicans want, but it'll be something that they can live with, something that probably offers trade-offs that they really want. We often see in years past, we've often seen more investment into certain tax credits, you know, particularly, you know, for school choice. We definitely see growth in savings and other things that are real Republican priorities in exchange for more education spending or for other you know top priorities for the former Wolf administration. What's important to note here too is that Republicans believe that Shapiro is a lot more fiscally conservative than his predecessor. Predecessor, So it seems to me that there's a possibility they could come to a more pragmatic agreement. But I think everyone should be prepared for us to blow past the June 30th deadline. Senate leadership pretty much guaranteed that, you know, the moment after Shapiro finished his budget proposal speech. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Kristen Smith, this is Anthony Hennon. Please subscribe and thanks for listening.